0: Hi, my name's Amber Blair, and I'm here with Dermcast TV and Dr. Alan Rockoff, who's practiced in dermatology since 1979 and served as Clinical Assistant Professor of Dermatology at Tufts since 1982. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: You're welcome.
0: We're talking a little bit about the clinician's guide to thinking like a patient. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. Uh One of the things you learned in medical school, or what you learned in medical school, is how to take care of people, how to find out what's wrong with them, what diagnoses they have, and how to treat the diagnoses. And that's all well and good, but what you're not taught to do is to think about what the patient thinks about what they have. And uh, the analogy I like to always tell my students is that the difference between a patient and a carburetor is that if you fix a carburetor, the carburetor doesn't have to agree with you if you try to treat a patient who doesn't agree with you, you're not going to get nearly as far as you think you will.
0: Yes, you definitely need that patient buy-in to be able to get anywhere in progressing and treating their condition. Mm -hmm. How do you implement this idea in practice?
1: Well, what you do is pay attention to what the patient actually says as as opposed to what you think they ought to say, Uh, and you ask yourself, Uh, what the patient has been doing on their own, what other experts or other people with ideas about disease they've been asking. They may be from the alternative health community. There are clues to figuring that out based upon the way they speak, uh, based upon what other treatments they say they've used, and what their family members have told them. And uh, you can, without trying too hard, eventually get the hang of figuring out what's on their mind.
0: Do you feel that implementing these ideas in your practice has changed significantly your patient's compliance?
1: Well, I don't have statistics to prove it, but I believe so, because uh, when people come in and you ask them what they're doing, I always taught my students to say not to assume that they're doing what you told them to, but to ask them what they're actually doing, which may bear little relation to it. And so when you find out what's actually going on, you can figure out whether you're getting through, have gotten through, and what you need to do to get through in the future.
0: What would you say the top three tips that you could offer your incoming residents or providers in accomplishing this would be?
1: Uh, I don't know if I can break it down into three off the top of my head, but basically to listen to what people actually say, as opposed to what you think they ought to be saying, and it requires listening to it through the eyes of somebody who doesn't hasn't been to professional school as you have. Uh, and uh, when I've had students with me in the office, it sometimes takes a few weeks for this to get through by listening to people going outside and and discussing what they actually said and what that actually meant. Uh, so just to give a, um, a, uh, an ordinary example, one of my particular pet peeves is the number of people who come in who've been treated because they have a scaly rash and they've been given fungus creams for it, even though most of the time they have eczema. And uh, uh, to discuss with, with the students or, and then with the patient what that meant to the patient, Because when people think they have a fungus on their body, uh, for instance, women who have discoloration of their nails won't polish them because they think it must be a fungus and they think they'll seal the fungus in by putting nail polish on. And women who think they have fungus and don't want to polish it are really not happy. But in order to realize that, you have to go beyond the question of is it a fungus to what does it mean to the patient to think it's a fungus and then address it accordingly. That's a, a homely example, but it comes up practically every day.
0: So these tips and tools and pearls that you're mm-hmm. talking about are things that we can really use and implement in our practice each and every day and makes a big difference in our patients' lives. I would say so. Definitely. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell our viewers today?
1: No. Nope. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and to the PAs about it.
0: I appreciate your time and we look forward to hearing your lecture. Thank you. From DermCast TV, this is Amber Blair. Thank you for viewing.